Welcome to Car Talk Sunday Kickback. I'm Matty J, joined with Scotty Doe, Rob and Harley, father-son dynamic duo. What's happening, guys? Another week in ISO, another week of surviving, and another week of your beard growing unbelievably beautiful, Rob. Thank you, man. <laughs> Appreciate that. It's looking good too, man. Uh, it's it's coming it's coming along. It's nowhere near as uh, as as healthy and uh, uh, voluptuous. Your hair's starting to get a bit. Oh, yeah, I've got like the full fro going now. So like it's actually spring. Spring. <laughs> 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 so uh, I've got I've got the fro going. Um, Scotty's got the, got a nice beard coming along there. My friend here, Harley's got a lovely lovely bit of a bit of a, a moe and yeah, he's always like this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just he's, normal he's, got for the, him. he's got the old uh, the old Molly Don't Worry kind of kind of beard. Um, <laughs> yeah. How are you guys though? You've been you've been good. Yeah, pretty good. You know, weeks go quick with all, all the Netflix and Stan and everything else. All the <laughs> we, we binge for a while with Alan. Gotta have the only fans for Alan. So, what do you guys be watching? Uh, has what? Are, oh, um, the boys. The boys, yeah, on Amazon. Um, what's what's the other one with um? Still watching. Oh yeah, watch. What's what's the other one with the uh, Future Man? Yeah, the Future. They haven't finished that last week. Yeah. Um, what else? Preacher, preacher, preacher. That was really good. Preacher. Mm-hmm. What's that one? Is that on uh, Stan? Stan? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah, there's a few good um, yeah, Netflix stuff or Stan stuff. Have you guys watched Cobra Kai yet? Cobra Kai, yeah, yeah, yeah. watched all the Cobra Kai as well, yeah. yeah How good is it? Too. Yeah, yeah it's Maddie? not bad. Cobra Kai is amazing. It's it's like my favourite show. <laughs> yeah. uh, we we binged that in what two days, I think. <laughs> two days we watched that. How good's the finale to, to Cobra Kai for season two? Yeah, it oh, was good, wasn't it? Such a cliffhanger. <laughs> like I was like, I'm hanging for season three. I mean, I've, I saw this like last year, and um. And now they're like, yeah, it's coming out this year, and then COVID, and then Netflix bought them, and now Netflix is saying, nah, next to you to wait. I can't wait any longer, mate. I, I've got nothing to live for besides freaking Cobra Kai right now. So <laughs> I need, I need Cobra Kai. Yeah, absolutely. That uh, was good. It's good. Yeah. So between that, you know, we sort of, you know, you know what Harley's done. Well, uh, I do, but Scotty Doe doesn't. So Harley, we were going to set up this car update, probably the biggest car update. Of the year so far, tell us yeah. what have you what have you done? So I bought a C sixty three S coupe. Oh, from Sydney. Very nice. Very nice. Yeah. What 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 year? It's a it's a twenty sixteen build, but it's like they didn't come out to twenty seventeen. Like like they they were built like late sixteen, so it's like a November build, and it's a twenty seventeen like model though. Oh, and yeah. registered for five twenty seventeen. I took a part. I think it's six, I, 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 like December sixteen. But yeah, twenty seventeen was sold in twenty seventeen because they couldn't sell them to twenty seventeen. Yeah, yeah. So mm. tell us a bit about it. So it's from it's coming from Sydney. It's coming from Sydney. It's coming tomorrow. Oh, oh, wicked! Yeah, it's a uh, brilliant blue. Yeah, nice color. Yeah, and it's got that um forged um polished wheels on it, spoky, like the, yeah. So they're all silver rims, blue, the brilliant blue. Oh, sorry, yeah. Yeah. And um, it's got, what else has it got it's on got, uh, the, the sports seats? Performance seats. Performance seats. Carbon, carbon pack. Carbon interior pack. Um, um, so it's got, got a few uh, little things. What colour interior? 
black. black. All black. It's all black. Yeah. Yeah, it would be nice if it had a, an, an asset, you know, like a red or white. or white or something like that, but it hasn't got it. Just, but then again, that probably get dirty anyway. I would say so. Probably durability is probably not the best having a that different bright colour in it. Yeah. And um, it's got offset wheels, so twenties at the back, nineteens in the front. Standard. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, how wide are they in the back? Two seven fives. Two eighty fives. Jeez, it's wide. Okay, yeah. Yeah, they're uh, getting up there, aren't they? I mean, on the Stang, we've got 305s. No, no, no. Are they? Uh, they're, they're back to 305, and the front's 275s, yeah. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, standard, standard the Stang comes with 275s in the back, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. So, um, yeah. it's Coop. Uh, they're, they're a four-seater, aren't they, the Coops? Yeah. Yeah, four-seater. Uh, yeah. Uh, and uh, how many Ks? It's got a, it's like, 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 I think it's like high 30s, low 40s. Okay. That's that's pretty cool. I think it was, or maybe it was, it was like 40, yeah, maybe one, 42 or something like that. That's nothing. Yeah, I think there's 41,000 Ks on it. Something like that. Yeah. I think that, yeah, I think it had, yeah, something like that. Because they took it off Facebook pretty quickly. Uh, oh, sorry, off market, uh, car, car sales. As soon as we said we wanted to buy it, it was, off, yeah, it was off pretty much straight away, even before the deal went through, they took it off. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah, so it's from Mercedes Benz of uh, Chatswood in, in Chat Sydney, North Shore. Yeah. Um, so it, basically, it's got another two-year extended warranty on it. It's a factory-backed warranty from oh, Mercedes. Cool. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah, so that's good. Um, yeah. So apart from that, um, we'll find out what else is wrong with it when we get it. <laughs> Hopefully nothing. Hopefully uh, nothing. Shouldn't be for like for, for something that that new and I mean, if you got you got a you know warranty on it, so you're laughing. Doesn't matter. Uh, and it, it, even though it's not valid here, they they've, they said they've gone through fully and certified it in New South Wales roadworthy with a, and gave a New South Wales roadworthy with it as well. Oh, perfect! But not that it counts. And no, I'm surprised they said, look, it's registered uh, until November. We'll leave the retro running. You can drive it with the retro until November. Yeah, perfect. Oh, that's so, all right. That's all right. Yeah, that's a bit strange, but I, I thought, yeah, but I said that that'll be good. At least we can drive it. Hmm. And yeah. I'm not sure how we're going to do it, you know, on on the road with thick roads, and getting roadworthies this time with the you know the lockdowns and everything else. Well, my my mum's Camry was from um, New South Wales. She let the reg pretty much run out with like a, a couple of weeks to go before she went and got a roadworthy for it. Got a roadworthy oh, yeah. um, through her work, and then just um, took it in, booked the time with Vic Roads, and that was it. Two seconds later, she's done. But I, I don't know, Vic Roads doing appointments at the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yeah. Yep, this is yeah. Like, like a couple weeks ago. Yeah. 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 So, okay, so, so doing that. So, yeah. yeah I'll, I'll, I'll probably do it like early October. Yeah. I'll just drive it. I'll keep it for a week or two and then um, I'll take the road with you here locally and just go, just take it to Melton or Sunbury and get it inspected. So, with the car that, that, you're, that you're getting, are you selling like any of the other cars for that one or what's happening? Nah, nah so Harley put down a a real big deposit on it, a big sum on it, and then a, a uh, four-year, basically, with a, a balloon on it, so to keep the repayments down at a decent rate. But the final payment isn't huge anyway, and it's a lot cheaper than what I was paying for my previous GLC. Even okay. though, yeah, so it's a lot cheaper than that anyway, and the, and the end repayment's a lot less too. Yeah, nice. So, yeah. Uh, we enjoy... So, Manageable price range. The only, pro only problem is, uh, Harley, tell them how much um, Mercedes spends quoted on insurance, mate. Um, 
$3,989. What? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to take it that you didn't go with them. No, no. No, no. So I ended up going with Shannon's. Um, and they, they quoted $2,400. Better than four. Yeah. No, it better. Yeah. We are, we are joined by Anthony. What's happening, mate? Ah, oh, not too much, mate. Just uh, sitting on the couch and uh, yeah, we can nah, see you. Nah, nah, that's all good. Um, nah, not much going on, guys. Just uh, yeah, more isolation fun as everybody else, I'm sure. Uh, but it's been a while, and finally afternoon that I've got off, so I thought I'd jump on and say hey. See what's happened. Sounds good, my man. Sounds good. We're just getting into some car updates. So um, you've just come in at the tail end of uh, Harley's latest purchase of a C63S Coupe. Um, of course. Lovely. Cool, cool, cool car. A very lovely car. Um, you're going to have to take me in that once isolation's over, Harley. Yeah. I will. I think it needs a service soon. So I was saying I might get it tuned, but... <laughs> probably, probably not anytime soon. Just wait till it gets wait till it's in a warranty first because it's, it's Mercedes will we'll kind of screw you for it. I uh, just uh, just a uh, just a nice plug and play, easy reversible one. Yeah. Just I'm not so, going to get anything wild, tuned. Just something a bit, you know. Well the, well, the thing with those, they're just so tunable, being being twin turbo. Like you can just and and they make good power too, from what I've seen. Yes. Yeah, once you start putting down pipes and um. That type of stuff on it, yeah, yeah. They make a lot of power. So. Uh, yeah, so it could be interesting. Yeah, yeah. What are the car updates yeah. you got, guys, on your end? Car updates? Yeah, I, you know how I bought this van for my dad. They, my Harley, my dad bought a Vito online at Grace. Absolutely. Yeah, we remember that one. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Anyway, it's still in progress. I finally got all the parts from Germany and England. Need new um, engine mounts, gearbox mounts. Um, wiper motor, Jeez. Um, a myriad of other things anyway, steering wheel, tail lights, wipers. The thing was cool. Seats had to be fixed. Anyway, a whole, whole lot of things. Anyway, we pretty much whittled it down to getting everything done and couldn't find another steering wheel with this lockdown. The wreckers wouldn't send any um, via mail. Um, they said, nah, we're just not doing anything. Um, who had Vito vans in Melbourne. Um, probably could have been Sydney. Sydney could have sent me something because there's a Vito guy up there who sells Vito bits and pieces. So I tried to um, fix the steering wheel rubber. It was a bit loose. Uh, yep. And they wouldn't pass the roadworthy on it. And I couldn't get another steering wheel. I go, what am I going to do? I've had that situation once before. And I've had, I've, I, had to fix, I had to figure that out. So I drilled into the back of the wheel and just stuck glue in there. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say syringe and adhesive. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. 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 And it's worked out real well. It's solid as. Yeah. And I was watching a few um, restoration uh, videos on how to um, restore steering wheels. And they use a, a, blow, a heat torch and lever uh, texture to re-put the texture finish back into the steering wheel. All right. So you give it a bit of a heat and then you just actually wrap the lever around it and re imprint the actual texture back into the steering wheel and, and then they vinyl spray it so i cleaned it all up textured it vinyl sprayed it and it's come up real good 
That's awesome. Mm. So you can't see the holes, I blocked all the holes off, everything. Oh, perfect. Yeah, so it's worked really well. So um, that's the steering wheel's been done. It cost me $3 something for the, <laughs> the resin glue or whatever it was. And um, it's all working. Yep. So yeah, it should be good. But um, I tell you what, they're, they're pretty easy to work on. I popped out two engine mounts and a gearbox mount. I reckon popped out the old ones and put the new ones in within two hours. It's pretty good. Yeah. Real easy to work on, so it was good. Yeah. So that that's pretty much our car stories. Um, been wrecking, well, been trying to wreck some parts for my dad's ML to, to pay for his sprinter. Yeah. But it's hard to get the parts. Well, you, you can't sort of move around to get the parts and then ship the parts out. So people are waiting for all these parts until we can yeah. move around and get the, you know, shipping them out. So it's been a real pain in that respect. Even though the car's in, in the yard and there's no one in the yard, well, technically you're not allowed to go to the yard. So yeah, it makes things pretty hard. So, Well, DIY Camberfield actually opens up tomorrow. Campbellfield, but you're only allowed to go five k's within your house, aren't you? Yeah, but they're saying for emergency car related uh, means, so I, I don't know about that one there. In uh, at, least, at, least, at least that's what they're advertising, so uh, be interesting. Yeah, emergency uh, repairs. I'll be weary because um, I know to a point my, my mate couldn't even take his um, uh, blue power, wouldn't accept his car because it wasn't essential works on his car. Even though it was running yeah. rough and running right, they yeah. really said, well, it's not really essential if it's still running, sort of. Yeah. Yeah, so, I think you'd be struggling with that. You know, even though it's running rough and it doesn't idle well and all that sort of stuff, he goes, look, you're just going to have to wait. Yeah. Mm. You know, so it's a bit, it, I think it's, how can I say, a bit too stringent to some respect some extent yeah you know anyway but you know it is what it is people are gonna have to live with it um hopefully we'll be out of it in another two months <laughs> or at least at least at a point that we can get our cars to mechanics yeah well that's right because the last thing you're going to do is drive your ford past the hold and then ca you know, catch covid you know you can't like start sneezing and coughing or something <laughs> exactly. drive past Holden, you know <laughs> I don't know. It's it's carbon, not COVID. Carbon. Carbon. That's right. My car might get carbon. Carbon. Scotty, no updates with you. I'm still waiting on getting my shipment with the whole manual conversion. That is about it. Nothing else exciting. Uh, Anthony actually had a bit of stuff because it's been a while since I've probably been on. Um, changed over the front and rear rotors. Uh, got the fronts yesterday. Uh, oh, not yesterday, the day before, but managed to do that. So I've got uh, slotted T2 DVAs on the fronts now with uh, Bendix Ultimate pads on the front. Um, and then I've got uh, Bendix Ultimate uh, slotted and drilled rotors on the rear um, with the Ultimate pads as well. Managed to pick up them up for a steal. Uh, managed to get the rear rotors for 100 bucks, brand new. Uh, instead of probably about 400 for them, yeah, um, it's about a hundred bucks for the pads. Uh, rotors were just under 300 bucks instead of about 400. Uh, and again, probably about I think it was about 75 bucks for the front brake pads, only because they didn't come in a box. Yeah. Um, 
What else? What else? Uh, at some point pre-COVID, I ended up getting down to DIY Wreckers and got some uh, weather shields for the Territory now uh, and a dash mat set up for it too. Um, and I've replaced the factory Ford head unit as well. I don't know whether – I know I've mentioned that to you, Matt, but I don't know whether I mentioned it to you other guys as well. Um, so I've got an aftermarket uh, KN head unit. Um, so basically it's now an integrated iPad tablet instead of the standard Ford territory old head unit um so that's been a, a absolute magic godsend of a upgrade um that as i always do managed to find it a budget uh for 600 bucks uh when they retail at about 1500 so is it does it look like factory the head unit? um yeah look it, it basically sits in there as normal i'll um i'll get a photo of it and uh and send it through in the group chat for it um but yeah basically it replaces um the only section where it has any buttons is at the very bottom where it has the plus minus volume a section for the ac and a home screen button um everything else is essentially an ipad tablet not an ipad tablet but an android tablet uh, and an android operating system behind it um so you, you all your thermostat temperature controls everything runs through there your radio uh it's got bluetooth sat nav um it's even got talk pro on there as well so i've actually got a little obd uh scan tool that i basically got permanently plugged in there that connects to the head unit so i've now got all my boost gauges and everything running off that too um yeah so it's 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 actually really 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 good um and then i mean given that it's an android tablet you've still got the app store and everything that you run off there too so i've got spotify going and app radio uh, and even if I really want, I can have Fruit Ninja or something going while I'm driving. Um, <laughs> so, you know, safety is paramount. Um, but that that was probably the, the biggest purchase and um, and definitely the, the... It brings a car from the old 2008 old territory generation to now modern car. Um, so yeah. I definitely recommend uh, looking into anything like that if you go down that sort of route of an older sort of car. Um, I know they've got a lot of aftermarket uh, head units for you know, Audi Q7s and whatever else there is. Um, did you do, sorry, did you do that because your Bluetooth wasn't connecting, syncing in with your phone and no, stuff like so, that? So in the territory, I didn't actually have any Bluetooth or any sort of setup like that. I only had the AUX going to it. Um, so this oh, is okay. obviously the, the, the SY generation territory. Uh, so 2008, so it wasn't the almost FG generation equivalent where you right. did have Bluetooth and everything. Um, so I still had like the grey small um, head units, just like the BAs, BFs. Yeah. Have you got yeah. a picture of this? Um, give me a second. I will jump out of the chat for a second, and I'll see if I can find something for it. So basically, these ones rep- like they're like the, they're like a replacement where it, you can still control your AC and everything on that screen. So it's, you know. Uh, mm. So that all comes up like like you know like like factory and it's uh, and they from all accounts they work really well. Um, a lot of people are buying them now and you know making you know, cars that you can't uh, you can't change the head unit into them now you can change them bringing them up to the twenty first century essentially which makes life a lot easier. Yeah, because we made uh, FPV the typhoon that he's got. Um, for some reason, his iPhone doesn't sync with the Bluetooth properly. What the latest iPhone? Because okay. it's a two thousand nine car, it's like an old style Bluetooth in it. Yeah. Like a like really old version of Bluetooth, and Bluetooth doesn't let you use the phone. Like won't connect. Oh. Yeah, it's a bit strange. Yeah. So um, 
Now, see, uh, he wants one that doesn't change the looks of the car because he wants to keep it looking original. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, these are well, the there's um, the, these guys here. I'll, I'll pop it in the chat. Uh, they do it. They do it for both FG and for um, for B series as well. So yeah, right. yeah. So they. Yeah, I'm, I'm just going to send the link. It's easier. You guys can click on it. Um, this is for the BABFs, but obviously they do have the ones for the FGs, for uh, for Audis, for Mercs, for Rangers, for whatever else there is. So they've got a got a really large. Um, Sprawl the different stuff. Awesome, and it's and it's bolt. It's it's like plug and play, isn't it? You just take your own up the new. Yeah, yeah. So the only things that had to be changed over is um the what was it the the temperature thermostat um like control module which sits above the aircon vents on top of the chair. You need to remove that part there, and the like the BCM computer where everything all plugs in underneath. Basically, that just had to be um screwed into the bottom of it and joined up. Uh, everything else was all plug and play. Um, and as soon as that goes in, it just fires up and you're all good to go. Um, I'll see if I've even got in our other group chat, Matty, if yeah. I've got any other photos. I should have stuff in there, but um, at least the the other link that I've sent there gives you a bit of an idea, guys, about what it's actually like. Um, and again... But yeah, <laughs> they're not they're not cheap is the is the catch and they're um they're hard to come by uh in in secondhand sort of states and they get picked up very quickly i guess right. they do anthony because like you, you, they're not cheap for the for the reason that they are they they do integrate um everything together so like so like you'd have like yeah your, your, your all your steering wheel controls all your uh, air conditioning and, and climate control controls you control on the on the screen now so yeah, exactly, and that that's the really good part of it too. Uh, forgot to mention was that steering wheel controls all work, um, and also can be reprogrammed too. Um, so it doesn't necessarily have to be those specific controls to do up down, you know, volume or whatever else it is. You can change them to um, be temperature. You can change it to be um, answer and hang up calls or whatever else it is. Um, it's really sort of uh, versatile in that sort of way. A lot of people are definitely doing it. Definitely doing it. Uh, the only other news is, uh, which which Maddie knows, is uh, the Volvo has been sold. Sold. Yep. Wow. Yeah. So that was a uh, a bit of a bit of a project in the end, um, but ended up being sold to somebody up in Sydney. Um, it was less than I was really hoping to sell it for, but given COVID, uh, you have. You sometimes got to take what you can get. Uh, so in the end, sold it for uh, for fifteen grand. Uh, no reg, no roadworthy. Um, and the guy had it sent up to to Sydney, and it's all done and dusted. Um, I was towards the end of the regro, so it was: do I pay the regro and um, hold on to it for a little bit longer, or do I move it on and suck up a little bit of a loss? But then, you know, how long is it going to be? That I'm still going to keep the car. Uh, the only downside is I'm still looking at you know what they are for sale at the moment, and you can't pick one up for under twenty two grand with uh, you know under a hundred thousand k's. Where obviously I was at what was it? I think I was asking seventeen and a half with eighty five odd thousand k's. So um, you know these things happen, but 
you know, when the time comes and uh, push comes to shove, we'll just accept it, get it moved on and um, move on to the next one and use the money for, for other projects. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. For me, uh, I've got a few things happening. So I've actually got ordered some orders and parts that I've needed. Given the typhoon a bit of a tidy up because the uh, the bonnet insulation's a bit a bit starting to get a bit you know haggard and starting to tear a little bit. So I, I ordered one of those, um, the clips and the uh, overflow tank, our expansion tank, just like a, just a fresh one because mine's all pretty, you know pretty pretty disgusting. And they're they're pretty cheap, so it's it's a nice little mod just to tidy it up. So um, the expansion tank and the clips have arrived. I'm picking up the other one to also my mom's picking up the other one tomorrow because it's coming to her work. My steering wheel for the Forester should be here tomorrow as well. Uh, as well as I found an original set of um, fog light protectors for the F6, which are really hard to come by. Um, so they don't like they just don't exist. And, and I found a new old stock guy in Queensland. He had them. So um, I was like, oh, we'll jump on those. So so that'll you know pop pop them on and come up real nice. The LTD got a bit of an update there. I. Uh, Obviously, getting the getting the the roof done, but I fixed up. Well, the front guards had like someone you know bumped into it, and it's um it's you know it's, it's dented in pretty badly. Um, it's, it's starting to rust, and I was like, well, I could pay you know I could get it fixed, or I could buy a really good one, a good panel for like you know fifty bucks. So I got a good a really good like mint panel for fifty bucks from Castle Maine, but the guy. The guy actually comes to Tullamarine every every Monday and Friday. So I was like to him on Thursday, and I'm like, "Could you bring it with you?" He's like, "Yeah, I'll, I'll bring it with me." And I, I met him, and it was in my 5k radius. I was like, "Yeah, there you go. Paid 50 bucks cash. Um, picked it up. Only catch was it's in silver. So I've uh, I'm opening up um, uh, your your uh, uh, Rob's. Gonna uh, be painting service again. Rob's yeah. again. So I um, Rob's mods. Rob's mods. Rob's mods. So I basically um, sanded it all back, uh, treated the bit of rust that it had with with a, with a bit of rust converter and sealer. Then I um, uh, primed it. Um, I'm in the process of um, sanding it back again because I've just put in the putty um, to fill in where the stone chips and and you know, little little um, there's like a, there's like a little dent where I think it was just like a, like a stone chip. It's just pushed it in a little bit. So I filled it in and it's going to sand it back now. Um, and then I'm going to hit it with another primer, sand it back, and then, you know, hit it with, hit it with some top coat. So, uh, Rob, again, I've learned from the best, uh, from Rob's mods. Cool. Rob's awesome. Speaking of Rob's, Rob's mods, right, have you guys, I mean, everyone's changed oil in their own cars and their oil filters, right? Do you ever spill a little bit of oil on the driveway, you know, when you change your oil, drop the oil out or top it up? Have done. See, yep. Harley? You, so you, you spill a lot every time. <laughs> <laughs> it's, not movie. it's like, come on. It, was, it, was that, it looks like a lot, but it wasn't a lot. We need a sand saw place in our backyard. It's <laughs> like sand you need to put down in our driveway. I've got, a, I've got a 10 kilo bag of kitty litter and I've had it for, yeah, it's all gone. Five years. Come on, five years. And I've still got a little bit left on the bottom of it. You know, the last time, because I got out the, the kitty litter and I see remains of these gaskets and that was from your auto transmission that we replaced on the LTD <laughs> an LTD yeah <laughs> remember that that was good so what oil did you change and how did and how come it became so bad well I thought I was 
going real good because the sump plug on the Vito vans are right at the very front, real easy to get to. And they're down low, so you can do it without jacking the car up. You just, uh, I think it was a 14 mil socket, undone the sump plug. I've got a huge big tray uh, to catch all the oil. So I didn't spill any oil whatsoever this time because the car was down low. So you normally, when you pull the plug out, it goes flying out, misses yeah. the tray altogether. But right, <laughs> this time I didn't miss the tray. Anyway, drained oil out. I you know, ran a car for a while beforehand, made sure it was nice and warm. Um, yeah, drained it all out, put the sun plug back in, um, took the cartridge filter out, replaced the filter, and changed all the gaskets in the shaft of the because the Mercedes has got a long, long shaft, and you put the filter cartridge into the shaft, and then you screw it back into the housing. But the filler on the on these vans is extended by this long pipe and sits up high. So when I went to put the funnel in and start topping up with oil, it built up with the oil and it didn't siphon through. So it spilt out all over the sides and all over the concrete. So my oh. brand new oil. <laughs> litre gone. Oh, come on. It wasn't a litre. <laughs> it, was, it was half of one litre bottle. So it wouldn't be more than 300 like, mil of oil. You used come the on. whole bottle almost. It was like, that no. takes eight litres. No, There's no, about a litre still left no. and there was a litre on the ground. Think about it. That bottle, <laughs> that the, the funnel that I made out of the, the mineral water bottle, the plastic bottle was half cut. <laughs> Right, and it was only about half of that, so it's only about 250 300 mil. I lost, okay, uh, but it looked like it was liters. And he's been having a go at me ever since, <laughs> uh, he just hasn't stopped all night. He goes, You spill oil everywhere, you're like the Exxon Valdez. We are, see, yeah. don't you just love this family love right here, guys? Like, it's just, it's just constant, <laughs> constant shit. oh, so mate. I, mean, I, I said, well, Why doesn't he change the oil for once? <laughs> you know. Uh, oh, that's good. Anyway, it's all good. It's all good. No, we, we've all been there. I was I was doing some work at, at my mechanics, uh, which which uh, Anthony knows Ratner's, and uh, probably probably about three years ago when I was in between jobs, he's like he's like, oh, have you got some time? I need an extra guy because um, one of the guys was on like on holidays or something. So I went in there for two weeks, and uh, was giving him a hand. <laughs> The first oil change I did, it was going sweet. It was, it was on a Camry of all things, like the most basic car. And, you know, I... You, know, I, you didn't I, put on the filter? No, 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 no. I, 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 I did. I put on the filter. I, uh, you know, drained the oil, um, you know, uh, put the sump plug back in. I put a new washer in to make sure, you know, popped it up. Uh, lowered the car back down. <laughs> and the mechanic's like, he's like to me... <laughs> Pour it in slowly. Don't pour it in too fast because it'll just it'll just go everywhere. I'm like, oh my god, yeah, no worries. Well, like, this is taking forever, so I just put a, put a bit more. And then everywhere, it just goes. It goes all over the rocker cover, all over the side of the motor, and I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> so then I'm um, so like I'm looking where he is, and he's under he's underneath a truck. I'm like, okay, I've got some time to rectify this without him seeing. So I go get the rags, try to clean it, clean it all up, and within like a split second, he's behind me, and he just he's like. He's like, you bloody idiot. What did I tell you? <laughs> I'm like, where did you come from? <laughs> so, yeah. but it was bad though, because I got it all over the leads and everything. And he's like, oh, far out. So we had to, I, had to, I had to pull the leads out, pull the plugs out, because all, all the oil got in there. Oh, clean no. them all out. Nightmare. Like, you had one job, Matt. You had one job. I had one job. I had one job. So I learned from that point onwards to do oil very slowly. Otherwise, I... Uh, have to end up spending an extra 45 minutes cleaning up every drip. You know, the worst thing was 
it takes eight litres of oil, right? So I bought the I bought a ten litre oil uh, drum of oil, but I've got these little nice, beautiful one litre filler bottles with the nice nozzles on them and everything. So you transfer it into the filler bottle and then just top it up. But now I try to pour ten litres of the stuff <laughs> <laughs> into it, right? So that was stupid, right? But anyway, anyway, impatient. So I think as you get older, you get more impatient. <laughs> Especially when you're working, on, um, you're working on things like LTDs and Vito vans, right? Exactly. No <laughs> passion for them whatsoever. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, Matt. <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. I, no, I'm, I'm, I'm very much an understanding of that. Oh God. Well, moving on, gentlemen. We've got no other updates to to speak of. I think I'm, I think I'm pretty much there. Rob, I'll show you some pictures of my progress for the, for the. Uh, Panel, hopefully you'll be uh, you'll be impressed. I, I doubt it because it will be. But um, the Yoda to my to my Obi Wan, um, we'll we'll have to we'll have to see those see those updates. Moving on, before we get into car of the week, did you guys see the latest uh, from was it Prestige Auto Scott? Yeah, Prestige Motor Sport, maybe. Yeah. I'll double-check their name. Keep going, I'll double-check. But basically, they um, have announced, due to the crazy prices that uh, of Japanese imports that are going for now, because America can get them, they're pretty much not going to import any more Evos, Skylines, Supras, Sauras, anything that we kind of were able to get for years. They're just like, well, there's no point because there's no real profit in them because it's just, you know, they're just so expensive now. So, yeah, Prestige Motorsport. Prestige Motorsport. So they had an announcement, I think it was, so they've said for Sauras, they've said for a whole bunch of things that they're just not going to, not even going to bother with anymore. So, which is, um, yeah, which is, which is, which is interesting. What's your take on that, guys? And do you think this is, you know, it's just going to get worse for, for all of us that are into like Japanese cars? Can I, well, I'll start. Um, I'm surprised because I thought the price of cars and imports should be cheaper with um, manufacturing stopping in Australia, import tariffs. I thought there was a free trade between Japan and Australia anyway. Yeah. Yeah, it's, I guess, well, with the 34 GTRs going for, I think one sold for, what, 500 and something thousand dollars US the other day? Um, yeah. Which is, which is just utter stupidity like there's so many other cars i'd buy for that like that are way better for that money um you know it's it kind of personifies the fact that cars that you know like they're, they're kind of iconic in their own way are just becoming so far out of reach that we just not be able to get them anymore um and same thing with like you know i, th- I think with, with a lot of aussie stuff too now like it's just beginning it's just getting to that point where it's just the pricing is just insane so there's a, a, a I've been watching Adam I don't know if you guys watch Adam LZ but some of his videos of um of his Baron Mustang have you guys seen that yeah yeah. Oh, I think that's probably one of the coolest cars he's done to be honest with you that but, thing's um, a weapon oh it's, it's insane insane um but like I'm reading all the comments and then all these Aussie people are like oh god we're not going to be able to afford Barrows anymore <laughs> yeah probably not so. If you look at the Barrow website, like Barrow the World, a lot of the Barrows are going to states already, or heaps. A lot of them are going there. So uh, I think, um, yeah, and people start sort of snapping up the gas ones as well. Yeah. Because 
apparently the gas motors are just as strong. Yeah, they are. So that, that's the next um, line of motors that you won't see anymore. So I've got an idea for us, guys. What we do is we go to the wreckers every night. Get just like, go to DIY. Go to DIY. <laughs> get like all get all the barrows possible, because because the, the barrows are always in there because they never get taken because it's just they don't break. Because they just keep going. They just keep going. So we just we get them all. It doesn't doesn't matter how high the mileage. We all say they've they've done like twenty thousand k's. They'll be fine. And we just ship them to the states. <laughs> just get hey, them all. That's it. Yeah, they'll rebuild them anyway. So they'll put new kits through them, new bearings, pistons. Get them going like new again. See, and then they'll and, and I, I seriously think, guys, this is our this is our latest venture. So Rob's mods, uh, we're gonna have to uh, open up shop again, Rob. Yep, I've got the overhead crane and hoists. I've got the hoists, <laughs> cranes. I've got everything. Yeah, it'll get to the point where because like BA like just XT Falcons are like worth nothing, like a hundred bucks. We buying cars, pulling the motors, and getting rid of the cars. That's <laughs> it. It's a shame to throw the cars away. Even the EL Falcon, the the LTD I got, the Fairlane. Yeah. Um, that yeah. I I got the actual front end and the motor for my F one hundred. And it's a, it was a shame to rip the car apart. We only paid nineteen hundred dollars for the whole car. Dro- yeah. We drove it home, and oh. here we are stripping it, stripping it down. You know, but yeah. again, you you go well. It's not the car I want, and someone will have plenty of uh, you know there'll be all the panels and all that will go to someone else's car to keep someone else's car on the road. Yeah, because it was just a rough car. Yeah, so no, it's definitely so- worthwhile. It's amazing. Just a quick one. I got a, I bought an XF Falcon uh, Ute, uh, and I still got it. Oh, yeah. uh, about two years ago, for all the front end for my Mustang, my '65 Mustang. Mm-hmm. So I, I transplanted the front end of the XF into the Mustang. Got the the, the bigger calipers, bigger discs, the whole lot in the Mustang. Um, but I paid two hundred dollars for that car, the XF Falcon, which <laughs> basically wasn't running. The motor was an LP gas motor. The motor's still in it, but the car was partially stripped out with the interior and whatnot. But the car body was intact. Everything, bonnet, guards, lights, you name it. So I thought, you know, geez, what am I going to do with the car after I've got the parts that I wanted? So I sold the bonnet, sold the uh, the fuel tank, the fuel tank sender unit, the rear valance, the bumper thing, the, the rear bumper bars, because yeah. there's separate ones on each side. I made about $600 on the car and I still got the car. So I still got the doors. I still got the guards. <laughs> so <laughs> definitely money in making, like even if you strip the car out for the motor, there's so much more money left in parts if you buy the right car. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I think now, especially because there's like no excepts on the road. Like oh, I haven't seen one in ages. Um, someone would be after those, those hard to get, hard to get bits and bobs, which, which would be. That'll be the next car that's going to go up. Um, you got the XDs, XEs. And XFs are now yeah. starting to sort of hold their their money pretty well, actually. Believe it or not. Yeah. For a long time, these cars were worth jack. So yeah, absolutely <laughs> nothing. Yeah, yeah, so bad, so bad. But that's the way. That's the way the cookie crumbles. I mean, um, there's some there's cars that you wouldn't think that'd be worth a lot of money these days. Like I saw, well, my car of the week last week was a was like a really mint Cressida, a one owner Cressida. Okay. Uh, full, you know, Grande spec with a leather interior. How much is that one for it, Scotty? Like four grand with low. It only had 100, 110,000 kilometers on it. Yeah, yeah. 
And I'm like, you know, that is such a cool car. Like the parts. I think it was that- three thousand seven hundred. Yeah, yeah, and like the part, the parts in that car essentially would just would would you'd sell them all day, every day. But you you just, I mean, you don't think like in terms of like collectability, like one of those or an XF Falcon or anything would be worth anything. But now because there's just so few, they're they're going up in value like crazy. Mm-hmm. So. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, so. Scotty, I mean, we discussed before the show about this this whole import um, fiasco. What have they yep. announced? They've announced no no more scrollings, no more no more scrollings, no more. Um, I think I've got tagged in it actually. Man, I'll bring it back up. I just ventured off. I'm looking at something else on their website. <laughs> right. All right, so it's all your all your um, Sylvia's, thirteens, fourteens, fifteens, RX sevens, Evos, Supras, Stages. Saurus. They put Evo wagons. Oh, they might still bring in some Evo wagons. Well, given they've only just released, you're allowed to bring in Evo wagons. Yeah, that's true. Uh, all your 32, 33, 34s. And then on their list that they're going to take off next is going to be all the GDRs, 32 GDRs, 33 GDRs, Chasers and Mark IIs. Oh, that's crazy. So, you know, they used to be all right price, but now they're just ridiculous. High 20s for a, you know, just for a chaser. Yes. Heading into the 30s. Just ridiculous. You can, you can see why they're not even going to bother anymore because people are just going to keep spending the money. Oh, well, it is what it is. It's a shame, though, because, yeah. like, I, I really like Evo wagons. I reckon Evo wagons are so cool. <laughs> absolutely. Oh, yeah. yeah, they are They are absolutely epic. Uh, I, I, would, I would happily own one of those. Have you seen um, um, last Mighty Car Mods where they got the BR? Is the BRZ? They put yeah. a turbo yeah, in? Yeah, turbocharged it. Mm, seems to go pretty good. Yeah, goes very well. The, those motors seem to really, like the, the F Series motors seem to really like boost apparently. So that wouldn't, um, that didn't surprise me that it made, it made well over 200 kilowatts. Like it, it did very yeah, well. It's, it's putting out the same power as my Barra Merc. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so. I reckon the Barrow Merc's still cooler though, Rob. Still cooler. Just a touch, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but just be careful, Rob, because we might go in there and take the motor and sell it to the States. Well, I'll tell you what, it might be, might be worth, <laughs> worth the effort soon. The motor might be worth more than the entire car. <laughs> well, not might, it is. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, speaking of uh, Barrow Swapped, the Adam LZ uh, GT350, what is your guys' take on that? I, I mean, the, the, that flat plane crank V8, it's a beautiful engine. Um, it's a pretty crazy, crazy conversion. Do you, you guys a fan? Absolutely, yeah. I, uh, it's fantastic. He's done a good job in um, making, you know, ensuring all the gauges are working and the auto trans that he got set up in it seems to be working real well. But even the exhaust note, he got the exhaust system sounding pretty good. Did. That exhaust sounds awesome for a barra. That sounds really good. I was impressed yes. with that. Yeah, I, I thought that was like I didn't expect it to sound like a barra. I'm like this. This sounds. It almost sounds like a um, like a like a. It almost sounds like the GT350 motor at idle, and then yeah. um, and then at at full, full blast, it sounds like it's like a half between a two J. It sounds like an angry two J is what it sounds like. It sounds like a, just like a pissed off two J. <laughs> I think that's what yeah. that's what they'll say. So, I, I quite like his RX-7 with the LS in it as well, actually. 
Yeah, that that is cool. It's a shame though because he's, he's gonna put he's gonna he's going to um uh I think he's gonna go back to to Rotary for that one. But um I don't mind an LS in an RX7. I reckon that's that's kind of cool. Um, but it was good to see that he did the conversion well. Like for me, that conversion looks almost factory. You know the way he's got the gauges and and even in the engine bay, it looks really clean, like really mint. Um, and you can see he spent like him and his crew spent the time to 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 do that right. Um, but I just like the, the the reaction when he when he first gave it a hit. He's like, holy shit, this is like it's, it's like a what do you say? It's like a um. I forgot what he said now. Uh, and everything's going past him. It was like warp speed or something he was saying. It was like it was insane. But most of the kit was from the, from the, from Australia, wasn't it? We set engine mounts. Yeah, uh, a lot of this. Yeah, a lot of the the bits and pieces were from Australia, so it was good. I, I think um, he had an issue with the the actual thermostat housing or something. Did yeah, it didn't fit too well or something or popped off or something. And he had to make sure that the header tanks were at the right height or something so that. The actual, uh, he, he can actually bleed it properly too. So that was another issue. Yeah. But apart from that, I reckon he could. I reckon he could start start doing barrel conversions, mate. <laughs> Make life easier. Well, th- I think that's why the, the guys in Australia started doing those things for for that reason, because there's a lot of four cylinder Mustangs here, yeah. and eventually they will blow up those Ford motors. <laughs> <laughs> and guess what? You're going to be putting in it. Yeah. You'd be putting a barrel in it. I reckon. Hundred percent. I mean, Anthony's still got to bury his uh, his crown. So yeah, I've still got that one sitting there. <laughs> it's gonna happen, Anthony. It's gonna happen. Oh, it will. It will. Just just need the need the Benjamins. Lots and lots of them. So what with that? Have you got engine mounts sort of worked out? How you gonna sort of mount it to the chassis? Or no, I haven't done anything. I haven't haven't even. Uh, haven't even scratched the surface in the end. Um, I was talking with Tough Mounts to see if they would make something up for it or what the process might be to try and get something sorted. Um, yeah. But, yeah, that was more just sort of touching base with them more than anything else. Because um, at the end of the day, no money. There's no point doing the project and looking too much into it. Um, but the other part of it would be great to, you know, start having something set up or, uh, or, or you know, to, to build it myself, um, you know, I was even having a look at the uh, at Benny's uh, process behind what he's done. But at the end of the day, that one there's just you know a little bit of tubing and and piping and mounts up to the factory spots basically. Yeah. Um, and we can sort of mount it. But well, that's it. All you have to do is make make up some templates and stuff like that. You can then you make up the steel mounts and um, mm. basically I've got the MIG welder, so we can MIG it up. So. I'm sure I can make sense of work. They're so easy. They're so cheap. And you can practice on a bit of steel yourself until you get the weld right. Yeah. Mm, mm. And then, you know, all, all this is you have to have the right push for it. You, you're pretty much fine. Um, yeah. I'm sure you can get something where it's a halfway between the, the factory mount and the, I don't know, well, some Frankenstein mount going. Yeah. So you pretty much have to set the mate, you know, if you can use the, the Falcon engine mount and just make up mm. the metal spacer plate basically yeah so you exactly need to do. exactly so it's just a matter of working out exactly the, the clearances from the the sump you know the the steering uh yeah the rack and pinion uh yeah exactly it is rack and pinion isn't it yeah. yeah 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 so the only thing is though is that obviously still the uh the the crown engine is still running somehow with kimmy weld um <laughs> 
and Good. and to be uh, you know once you start pulling out like once that engine dies, then it will probably be more the case of the uh, the conversion will happen. Um, but then it's just the case of you know do I just send it somewhere to get it done right from the first time rather than me chopping and changing because at the end of the day I want it properly engineered and and running right. Um, but at the same time, I'd love to sort of do and tinker and, and learn things myself at the same time. Well, and, and that's it. You, know, you want to try doing as much as you can yourself, but if you get into mm. trouble, there are guys out there who can actually take over at any stage, really. Like um, mm. even the guy that done my um, uh, the boot in the barra, mm. he's he likes drag, he does he builds drag cars and he likes yep. building chassis and and doing that that sort of engineering type work. Yeah, and he'll take on any project. This guy, he's fantastic and he's fairly cheap. Sweet. I'll need to I'll need to grab those details off you. Um, because yeah. that's the other part too. I'm trying to still work out who to go to when uh, when the time comes. And he's only in Thomastown too. That's sweet. Sweet. That's good. So we can, as I said, Anthony, we could always pull the motor out ourselves and you know save you some coin there. It wouldn't take us long. We've done it before. We pulled out a barra to get your to get your BABF sump. It was a yeah. Well, that's true in 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 that sort of aspect. But I was also thinking when I pulled it out of the uh, the Ute that that was a saber saw and chopping off the front end of the Ute, and I don't really think that's the best method. Well, it, <laughs> it still worked. It still worked. It doesn't matter. It worked. <laughs> but yeah, if you got a bit of a if you got an engine hoist, yeah, you can do it. You know, in the driveway, basically. Yeah. Well, I've got I've got an engine hoist and I've got an engine stand as well. Um, so they're yeah. all good to go and. Um, shouldn't be too hard. The only thing I do need to get is still a BTR four trans and um, I'll sort of set up to change it from the manual to the auto in the end because obviously I don't have that manual box anymore. Mm-hmm. I like it, Anthony. It's happening. It's happening. Um, it'll, it'll happen. It's time for car of the week, gentlemen. Uh, we got cars to to go with this week. Is there any price limit? Ten thousand. Ten thousand. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I know, because if, if it was more than that, if it was say fifty, I've, I've absolutely got the winner. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> which just just for shits and gigs, I'm actually going to send in the group as well, because uh, there's only one of them currently for sale. Cool. Cool. And of course, it is a uh, it is an import. Of course. Chrysler Crossfire Automatic. All right, Anthony, tell us about <laughs> I it. I know it's. All, I know. <laughs> I know it's automatic, but you know they the there was at one point a per, a personal import that was a manual, and I don't know it just jumped out at me as something a little bit more unique, uh, a little bit different. Um, they they did sell these as a manual here, didn't they? No, no, they only came in automatic in Australia. Overseas, it was uh, they came in the manual option. Really, I didn't know that. I thought they were all. I yep. thought you could opt. That's that's weird. Yeah. Uh, so talk yep. about Crossfire. It's a two thousand and six. So 2006, um, what do they have on there? Uh, pretty standard overall. It just looks really clean for what it is. Um, again, a very unique looking car, uh, you know, with a very long sort of front end, I guess you'd say very much like a, um, oh, i trying to think what it is, not like a, a Cruella de Vil car, but you know what I mean? Very much a, lo- a long fronted car uh, and a very far back seating position um how is, how is the boot like like it's like so shallow and like skinny uh, uh the opening it looks yeah it's very, hard, it's, but it's, but... it's very yeah. narrow 
Um, but it does look like it does have a reasonable amount of space in there, just to the sides, the, right. the back of it. Um, but look, don't get me wrong; it's got uh, it's got over two hundred on it. Um, but for the photos that it seems to have on it, it looks pretty clean and straight. And again, it's under ten grand at the end of the day. Um, and what do they say out of it as well? It's not the quickest car, you know. But power to weight when it comes into it, less than ten liters per hundred. 160 kilowatts, 310 newton meters. Um, and it's all Mercedes drivetrain too in these. So. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, I mean, the curb weight on it though, it's only uh, it's only 1.3 tons, so it's actually a pretty light car overall too. Yeah, that is light actually. It's not bad at all. Um, yeah, so that one there was, I thought something, you know, a little bit left field, as you know, I always sort of throw out there. Um, and then for shit, and then for shits and giggles, you've got the uh, the second one that I just popped up there in the group chat of extending the budget to fifty grand. Yeah, I just saw that one. <laughs> Is it like Pajero Evo? Going back to the Crosswire, I mean that's basically a Mercedes, isn't it? So it's a good car for a transplant, isn't it? With a nice big turbo V eight. Oh yeah, yeah. I think you, I think you'd have the room for it. <laughs> uh, this um. <laughs> this Pajero is hilarious, Anthony. Evo Pajero, what the hell? Oh, they're amazing, man. They are absolutely amazing. Those are cool. Uh, Evo, Evo running gear in a Pajero. Oh, it's awesome. And mm-hmm. you know the fact that they they're they're basically modelled as the Dakar edition. Um, so they did compete in the Dakar Rally at different points as well in the short wheelbase Pajero life. Yeah, uh, they do come in the manual variant. But again, this is such small quantities of them that are actually made, and they come with factory Recaros. Yeah, uh, I mean that is pretty cool as well. All right, I shall go next. I'll share my screen with you all. Now, I like these cars. I have a variant of these cars. It is a 1991 300 TE Mercedes. Ooh, so. Wait. It's the wagon. Uh, we all know we, we, I love a W124, but I love a W124 wagon even more. Um, it's very original. It's even got the original, like, um, you know, headlight protectors on there, being the 300 TE. So these are a seven-seater. Um, so if you, if you notice here, you pull them up, and they become seven seats. You've got little DCs in the back. Oh, uh, yeah. Full toolkit, two original keys, um, tons of service history. It's a three-litre six. Uh, electric windows, option with an airbag, which is quite rare for an early, uh, like an early update um, wagon, especially. A lot of them were just, just that option with those. Um, spare tire. So yeah, uh, it's done a lot of kilometers. Okay. Um, of course. It's done 500,000 Ks, but it's been owned from the family since new. Uh, recent service history. I think. Hang on, let me just uh, move this across. Nearly all country K's it says because this car's in Castle Maine, so it does um does you know does a lot of driving. I'm assuming on the freeway should pass roadworthy. Haven't had a chance to test it, but um yeah, pretty much very original car. Uh, Ed's actually telling me to buy this car. He's like, you should buy it, and it, and of course he is. Uh, all this European luxury. <laughs> Four thousand dollars. I like it. I like it a lot. So that's my car for car of the week, Scotty Doe. All right. You can share your screen if you need to. One second. Here we go. <laughs> uh, 
They like these. I've gone for a wagon too, Manny, to compete with yours. Your wagon's uh, clear already. <laughs> I miss my Stagia. A little bit newer, but this one's a 2002 Nissan Stagia. 250T RS4. It's only the RS4, not the Autec, though. <laughs> you have or the yeah. ARX, I should say. Yeah, you, yours was the ARX, wasn't it, Anthony? Which was, it was yeah. the same motor, the two and a half litre turbo in these, I think. Yeah, so the difference was with the ARX, it had the uh, the Hikus for the rear uh, rear driving. It was slightly higher in the uh, in the suspension. Um, it had the beige leather interior um, and the flared bodyguards. This is really cool. They've gone up in value, Anthony. You got yours cheap back in the day. Oh, yeah. Like, I got mine when uh, when I just ticked over to P-Plate. So what was that, like, seven, eight years ago? Um, and still for that, I can't believe I got it for what I did. I think I got that for seven and a half. Okay. Um, and then managed to sell it for like 10. <laughs> that was, you know, back then. Um, yeah, I still miss that car. So tell us, Scotty, about this stage here. All right. So this one is after the RB. So no more RB in this one. VQ25. Yes, got the VQ25. So, uh, I think the figures are almost the same. More torque than the RB25 Neo. I'm pretty sure this one has. Um, so, it's got 80,000 Ks. It's auto. Uh, so, the owner says it's got every fluid and filter replaced recently. New engine belts, new battery, touchscreen head unit with reverse camera, reverse park sensors, GPS, cruise control. Adjustable coilovers, Kakamoto exhaust, and you can have all this for 10,000 buckaroonies. I like that. I was going to say, de- definitely with the aftermarket uh, reverse sensors in that one there because they never came with them factory. Yeah, and the, the, the head unit is managed to find... Click on the head unit picture. Uh, can't really get a good... Uh, good no, that's, that, that's all right like that. Yeah, so it's at least still got the uh, the, re- the reasonable aftermarket head unit buttons in there because they came with a... Um, there's an aftermarket kit that had like the rubber buttons for it instead of like the hard plastic ones like that one there has. Uh, so that okay. would be actually a genuine aftermarket... Uh, sorry, a genuine fascia kit for that one there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, were... um, so they've got... How much? 200, 206 kilos, don't they? Yeah. The gentleman's yeah. agreement. Two hundred nine, yep. Uh, VQ twenty five. Uh, that's quite a talky motor. Four hundred seven mm. newtons. That's that's impressive for for a two and a half mm. or a two, two and a half liter. So, yeah, no, I, I like it, Scotty. I think uh, this is a very cool car. Yep, that is mine. Rob and Harley, okay. what have you got? Yep. So our one this week is a nineteen eighty four Mercedes two thirty C. Oh yes, it's 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 not running perfectly at the moment, but cosmetically it's fine. <laughs> asking my grand, they're asking my grand for it, yeah. Yeah. But I was looking at Gray's last week. I was bidding on one. Um, it also didn't run. It had moss growing up all over the place, and oh. it sold for six and a half grand plus buyer's fees. So it's almost seven grand, and it didn't run, and it had moss growing out of it. And this one's running, but with good with a good body. Yeah, this one's kind of running. Uh, like it's not 100. percent It needs like some. He said it's got distribution, like distributor problem, distribution cap and stuff. He goes it needs some a little bit of work, but yeah. you know it's got good body and you know it was you know going. Yeah. And he's asking nine, but it's COVID times. It might be a deal. 
six and a half, seven grand. You know, I reckon, I, I reckon this is a car you guys should go for, mate. Let, 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 let's, <laughs> let's get Rob's mods open up again. Oh, I've got an ETC. I've got a stock. He's got an SEC first, which just doesn't run properly either at the moment. No, no, it needs to work. But for three grand, you can't complain what we picked ours up for. No, no, that's you got that so cheap. That's <laughs> so cheap. Yeah, no. So do you, hear, do you want to hear a funny figure? I was, I was speaking to um to Ed, and back in the eighties, I it was like they said sixty percent of. All Mercedes Benz sales in Australia, I, th- I think it was sixty percent, were SECs. Wow, which is, which is incredible because they were such an expensive car. Um, and, in a grand scheme of things, they didn't really sell a lot of them either. Even though they sold a lot, they weren't high volume. So I think there was only like fifteen thousand. It was not a uh, huge, huge number for the period that it actually ran for. They sold more R32 GDR, Scotty. They sold 44,000 of those. <laughs> I know, yeah. So, all right, well, um, I like it. So, have you got any more photos of it? Yeah, one second. Let me just... And the C's, are, they're always such a pretty car. Like a real... Um, and this is a 230. Yeah, this, this is a 230, yeah. So, it's got a small up. engine, four-cylinder, yeah. but still... It is very tidy, actually. Yeah, it's nice and black. It look, like, like cosmetically, it's really nice compared to the other one I saw at Ray's. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's that's tidy. You, you might have to send me the link to that one. I'll, I'll, have, a, I'll have a closer look. Yeah. I'll send you the link. On I, I quite like the earlier ones, the early seventies of that shape. Yeah. So, yeah. The light goes, yeah. Verti- vertical. Yeah, vertical. Instead of horizontal. But yeah. they're, they're, they're becoming pretty yeah. hard to get, and they're a lot more difficult. They're like thirty grand. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I remember seeing online at one point there was a I think I even had it in here. There was an an eight uh, as an eighty one or eighty two SL. Um, oh, was it an SL? Three eighty uh, SL. It was. So it had the V eight, um, and it said runs, body's a little bit rough. Ten grand. It was it was ten grand. And I'm like, geez, that's a cheap car because they seem to go for 30 grand. But I'm assuming it would have had a lot of rust. And, and yeah, they don't really hold too well up to, to that. Yeah, they have a lot of rust. Uh, I told right. you a story about my boss, yeah? So what was with that? His SLC. I told you a story about my boss with his SLC, yeah? No. So just before I started working back in 20... I started like August 2015. But at the start of the year in 2015, he had a 380 SLC coupe, Yeah. He paid the wreckers to take it away for him. Are you serious? Yeah, he just took the battery out, gave it to the other guy because the yes. other guy's battery wasn't working, and he paid the wreckers to take it away for him. They were probably laughing. That's and like a rusted boot. And only the boot was rusted out in it. So the boot, the boot pan, like that, like our barrel was, was rusted out. He goes, yeah. "Oh, it's rusted. It's gone." He goes, "He could call the wreckers, take it out." They, he had to pay one hundred fifty bucks to take it. Are you serious? Yeah, it was perfect. Oh. Like he was driving. He used to drive it. I was crying. I was crying. <laughs> I would have been. Out of it. I hearing been, about. I would have been hemorrhaging. It was nice white. Rob, you should have stepped in there. You you should have. Uh, like, uh, we, we didn't know. It was after the fact. It was a few months after. Before I, I didn't even know. I like, I, I didn't point out to like late lady. Goes, oh, I used to have a nice old Mercedes. Like you know, you, you know. He goes, like, like I said, it's the wreckers day. They pay, I had to pay him. They paid him hundred bucks. They took it away from me. <laughs> that they would have they would have laughed. They would have been like, "This is the best day of our lives." 
<laughs> we just made so much money. We, we just got paid $150, $150 to make 40 grand. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Like it, it was like, it was rusted stuff, but like, yeah, it's probably like a 20, nice 20 grand. So it wasn't a 450, it was a 380. So it's probably worth not like restored 25 grand or something. Yeah. You know, or SLC coop. If it was like, if they made it nice, but yeah, he paid him 150 bucks to take it for him. Wow. Yeah. Uh, Sometimes yeah. you get bargains. Uh, but stuff like that breaks oh. up. Anyway, uh, <laughs> what, what do you guys, oh, I don't want to move on because that just makes me mad. Um, uh, what are you guys choosing and why? Scotty, we'll start with you. Uh, I'm going to vote for my wagon. Getting there before they start moving all the way up to like high 20s and 30 grand, I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony? I'm still going with the uh, the Crossfire, only because it's $2 life. Uh, you know, again, something a little bit more different. Uh, I do miss my Stasia, but again, the one that you've got there is just, it's not an ARX and... Uh, that, those flared guards makes a world of difference. So how much was that again, Ed? Uh, so the cross the crossfire was uh, nine eight. Um, okay. Yeah, so it's still again getting up there, but it's the cheapest one currently for sale in uh, in Oz. Apparently, um, I was actually I was looking to see if I could actually find another another car that did jump into my mind. I was going to do as a car of the week. Um, but I can't find any in Australia. I was actually trying to find a uh, the old Jeep Wagoneers, like the 1980s generation ones. Um, but again, rare as hen's teeth. The new mm. one's coming out. Have you, have you guys seen it? I reckon it looks sick. Mm. That'll be interesting. Yeah. Like seven screens or something inside? Yeah, it's insane. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But getting back to Car of the Week, I'm still sticking with the, uh, the Chrysler, even though it is a Chrysler. <laughs> Mercedes underneath. Mercedes guts. Mercedes guts. Uh, Robin Harley, what are you guys picking and why? <sighs> it's a good question. Uh, I mean, I like... I think we've all got good choices this week. Yeah, we do. Yeah. They've all got their strengths and weaknesses. And like, I wouldn't drive it. Like, I'd drive it. Like, if I had to buy a day, I'd buy the, drive the, buy the Crossfire. Oh, yeah. I'd like, drive it more often. But as a classic, I'd buy the CE and restore it. And it'll go up in value. Yeah. So if you if you look at hard one, and a, your wagon is a good wagon, and I don't mind a wagon. Yeah, is it? A, it's a diesel too, isn't it? No, no, it's a it's a petrol three liter petrol three yeah. liter six. Oh, the their classics in diesels. I reckon those ones. They are. Jeez, oh, it's a toughie. Mm. Volvo, Crossfire, <laughs> Merc. Oh, um, <laughs> I, I'm just torn. Um, I think I might go for Maddie's. Well, let's start his, the, his Mercedes wagon. Wagon. Yeah. Yeah. I'll well, stick with that. I'll stick with the C. So, so there's there's one for every vote. So this comes down to me now. I really like the Stagia because I reckon they're awesome, and I really uh, like how left field the Crossfire is. But the CE is a CE for under ten grand. Um, and for me, oh, if I had to just pick remember one, the money that has to go in with work. How, how much was it again? It was. Well, it's nine, but it's COVID. It's negotiable. Like, COVID like, everything is negotiable in COVID. Everything is COVID negotiable. COVID cash. Yeah, that's it. You just go there with the cash. Six grand. Take three grand off the nine grand. 
Well, look, I can say the same thing for the Evo Pajero. 50 grand, COVID. Ah, oh, it's 10. Yeah, that's... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's 50 uh, grand. Um, but I see you put three grand into it, and it's probably going to be worth 15. It's just true. worth 15 every well, day. Speaking of, or if you just write off the if you write off the crossfire, you get fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you, you, you which crash test dummy is going to do that? I'm sure we can find a few. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Maddie. Well, I mean, again, COVID. <laughs> the stager will be reliable. You can go and collect your parts for your unreliable cars. <laughs> <laughs> You've got a good point there. <laughs> Um, uh, it's between the stager and the CE, to be honest with you. Um, now I like, I like a 230 CE and the 230 motors are quite robust and they're pretty easy to, to fix up. So if they do go wrong, they're very, very basic. Now, again, the stage is a stager and it's a wagon and I, I love a wagon, but I'm, oh, I'm torn. I'm torn. <laughs> I'm, actually, I'm, I'm so torn between the, between the, uh, between the stager and the um and the C, I'll, I'll go to the stager just to shut Scotty up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Because that was got, sort of my second choice. He's got the point of it's it's you know it's a wagon, it's reliable, it'll just work. Yeah. So you can use it as daily. I use it as a daily. It's 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 a whole package, and you know I'm I'm getting used to that that wagon life with my Forester now. So so it's it, it is it's a good life. Mm. Um, is it just a question, just a thing around that. How did you find yourself before? How did you get, you know, like get to do anything before you had a wagon? Like now that you got a wagon, you can just throw things in it. It's just so convenient. It's the best. Like I'll, I'll, show what I, I'll show you what I did today. This personifies why. Like I, I sent this, I sent a picture to to um to to a couple of mates. I'm like, this is like, I said, I, I freaking love this car, and it's, it's for this reason. Like I had a full bed suite in the back of it today. Amazing. It just fits like. It just it just swallowed it all up. I'm like, this is ridiculous. So I had that in there. I had boxes full of just crap. You know, it's it just works. And you know, a wagon life. It it, it makes you wonder leave. how you have like a hatch or a two door little coupe or even just a sedan that has a small boot. It really makes you wonder how you function until you have a wagon. And then you're like, this is just a whole new world that's opened up to me. Oh, yeah. Exactly. We are out of time, guys. Thank you for all for coming on the show. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Um, like and share our Facebook page. It's Car Talk T-O-R-Q-E with Matty J. If you missed any of our previous episodes, they're all up on Shed Engine, iTunes, or Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasting apps. So don't forget to subscribe, rate and review to Car Talk. Uh, check out our merch on Teespring. Uh, links on our Facebook page. Thank you, gentlemen. Um, good good discussions tonight, and I'll see you next time. Take Thanks, it easy. Thanks, boys. See you. Yeah. See you.